Welcome back to the next edition of the Walk Around Podcast. This week we cover children's ministry, a highly requested topic with Brother Lloyd Squires. Brother Squires did an incredible job covering his testimony and how we got started into children's ministry. Uh, he also has some incredible nuggets of information that I hope the children's ministers in the audience can use and put into their department, in their churches, and in their personal ministries. Um, so thank you for tuning in. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode with Brother Blue Squires. Alrighty, so welcome back to episode number 17. And we have our first guest regarding children's ministry um, with Brother Lloyd Squires. And it's a pleasure to have him on. And I'm excited to learn some stuff from him super, super quick. Um, how are you doing today, Brother Squires? I'm really good. Uh, conference, general conference this year was really awesome. I'm still fired up about it. And then I had a, I had a wonderful crusade last uh, last week in Odessa, Texas. And I'm just, I'm on fire, man. I'm I'm ready to see everybody get the Holy Ghost. I think that's a perfect way to start off the conversation is <laughs> passion and fire. Um, so as always, we'll start with the beginning, um, just really briefly, um, as we discussed before, um, this doesn't have to be too, too long, but how did you get into this ministry? Um, people have heard your, uh, that I've heard you speak, have heard your, your uh, testimony, but what um, specifically made you select or feel led called to children's ministry? Well, like so many people who are mistreated as children, most of your special forces were and the policemen's and the, they decide to do something about it. And so when I got in the Navy, I went, you know, I did everything I could to, uh, to help people. Sometimes, sometimes, uh, I'll just tell you, I, I really like helping people more than killing them. Mm -hmm. And I guess that's what sort of based my nature, but uh, yeah, sometimes you didn't have a choice. And so what happened to me in the Navy, I'm going to talk about my child. It was awful was I, I learned to be mission oriented and it helped me keep my focus. I had so much bitterness and hatred and, and just confusion in my heart that when the, when the cap said, go over here and take care of this, it was, it was awesome because I didn't have to think about anything else. And then I got out of the military and I wandered. I wasn't saved. I wandered around and then I got married and Karen Lee Squires is the best thing that ever happened to me on this world. And she helped me a lot with my stupidity, but not enough. <laughs> and after two short years of marriage, 1973, we got married. 1975, you know, she had to divorce me. I was just a hopeless alcoholic. I was a wreck. I was a drug addict and, and stuff. And so then Jesus came into our lives. And a, a, a friend of ours, we'd known a long time, she got the Holy Ghost at a small church here in St. Louis. And uh, she just sat me down and she said, I mean, I'd argued with religious people sometimes, but, uh, but she, all she said was, Jesus loves you. And boom, it melted my heart. And so she, her and her husband got me into church and uh, I got the Holy Ghost in 1975. And uh, then for two years, I, I you know, tried to grow, but wasn't a lot of help around at the time. Um, and I went to Gateway College of Evangelism trying to learn. I didn't know anything about the Bible. I didn't know nothing, nothing about nothing. And then after two years of that, just two years of being saved, I was done. You know, this is not my cup of tea. I don't want to be a clone. I don't want to be a robot. I don't want to copy him. I don't want to copy them. I can sing. I can dance. I can, I can play. I can do anything they do. 
but it's not me. It's just not me. And so I had to have a mission. So it turned out to be a 40 day fast. I didn't call it, but uh, it turned out to be a, I went on a 40 day fast, no food, water only worked two jobs, went to Bible school and went to church three times a week. And, uh, all I prayed for that whole time was for my ministry. God, give me my mission. And so after 40 days, I went across the street and the neighbor lady was having a garment sale. And so I was going to help her set up tables and stuff and look for bargains. And uh, she said, I'll never forget it. So when you go on on this kind of a fast, where uh, I'll, my fasting is a little different than everybody else's. I'm not going to tell Jesus. I'm not going to presume to tell Jesus how many days or with, you know, that's so mm-hmm. I can't understand people telling God what to do. But anyway, they, they, they may have a father figure. I didn't. And so when Jesus filled me, he became my one and only father figure. And I would never violate him in any way to tell mm-hmm. him to presume, well, I'm going to go on a three day fast. Aren't you proud of me? Uh, that mm-hmm. I think I would immediately go to, you know, where if I said something like that, or thought something like that. And so I was on this fast until, and uh, of course, you know, things happen at 40 days, but I will tell you something about an extended fast. And I want everybody to hear this. If you go two weeks, 14 days, if you can go to with a pure fast and uh, some people drink juice, uh, some people take vitamins. I didn't know all that technology then. I just didn't eat. And I worked, worked, worked. Like, you know, I had two jobs. I was just so busy. And, um, but on day 14, I want y'all to remember this. It's like nothing you've ever, nothing you've ever experienced before. You leave earth. You're in, you're suspended between heaven and earth. Mm-hmm. The Lord got you. You know, you, your body's dying and all of that and all your functions are slowing down. And all of a sudden you're in, the, you're sheltered in the arms of God. And you can feel him lifting you up. You can feel him above you, under you. It is it is the most awesome feeling in the world. Mm-hmm. And it's worth the effort, especially if you're young. You know, people have trouble with, you know, long fasts. I get that. But if you're young and you really want your place, not somebody else's, I, I just, I counsel you to go on a, a fast until that the Lord God gives you your mess, your ministry. And not somebody else, not even you. You don't know. You can look in the mirror and now you see what you're seeing. Mm-hmm. So what do you know? What do I know? <laughs> That's a very, so, very interesting. Thank you. So she went, she said, I'm gonna go, I gotta go in my house, I'm gonna get something, I want to give it to you. I was gonna sell it, but I just I, I'm supposed to give this to you. And when she walked in that house, the Holy Ghost of God, who had been holding me now in his hands for two weeks, he said, This is it. Uh, this is this is what you've been praying for. This is your mission. And she walked out and, and had a clown suit she had made for her husband. It was hideous. It was ugly. It was awful. It hurt my feelings. But I took it and said, thank you, Grandma. I went across the street and then I had to deal with it, you know. And uh, I didn't know how to deal with it. My wife was very supportive. Everything was, you know, just really weird. She was like, oh, I can see that. And, you know. I couldn't, <laughs> you know, I, was, I wasn't kid oriented. I, I wasn't funny. I wasn't fun. I was an evil man. And just two years old in the Lord, I was still pretty sticky. You know, I, stuff was still sticking to me. You know, uh, I had trouble just getting through the day without being angry. 
and stuff like that. And so, dude, she said, just put it on. And this is this is the message part of this story. Whatever it is, just put it on. First of all, find out from God. Second of all, just put it on. You know, if he calls you, he pays the charges. He don't make collect phone calls. And, and everything you are, everything you were, it plays into what you will be. And I had no idea I would be famous for playing that song that I taught myself when I was 10, 11 years old. Called the grandma song, by the way. And I taught myself that in a lonely basement, bleeding and crying, that that would be used. You know, because everything you are and everything you were is going to be everything you're going to be if you give it to Jesus. And anything you hold back, you can't. You can't believe how the simplest thing you hold back uh, deviates from your true course and where, what you're supposed to be. Uh, so anyway, I put it on. I got angry. I was all angry about it. And I went outside. My wife locked the front door, locked me out of my house. And she said, just deal with it, clown. <laughs> <laughs> and in my little neighborhood, there was kids. I never noticed them before. This little kid comes over and uh, says, hey, clown, do something stupid. I wanted to kick him in the lips. <laughs> but um, then I just sort of stood there, didn't know what to say. And he just started calling. And all these kids, uh, I, I don't remember how many. It was at least a dozen. Uh, around a dozen kids came to my yard, backed me up into the front yard tree, the tree in my front yard. Now all sat all down in a little perfect circle, do something stupid. And that's when the anointing came upon me. Wow. What I forgot to tell you was in those two short years before that, I was a revivalist. I prayed through hundreds in my first two years of being a Christian. And on the street, on the bus, and I'd go to colleges and pray through uh, dozens at a time. Filled up churches all over St. Louis with souls and i was uh, what they called at the time a revivalist and uh, wh wherever you set me down uh, i you know i could i could uh, praise people through but it wasn't me and that you know i was so stumped because who wouldn't want to be that guy i was i was uh, i was on course to be billy graham or somebody like that mm -hmm. only the holy ghost version and so i got this clown suit these kids are sitting there and so that's when the anointing, my anointing came. I'd been anointed, but no, this was my anointing. And I, I made those kids laugh so hard. Uh, we all peed in our pants, man. We had so much fun in my front yard. My wife made popcorn and gave us all popcorn. And we were just having an event right in my front yard. My very first time wearing a clown suit. And then that little kid said, hey, clown, you got a Sunday school? And I honestly I didn't know. I said to my wife, we got a Sunday school. She said, yep, downstairs in the basement. I went, oh, okay. And uh, so that kid said, I guess he was the ringleader. So, well, we'll be here at 930 in the morning and you take us to Sunday school. Bye. And took their <laughs> popcorn and left. Wow. And uh, Yeah. So here's the problem. Uh, he, it, wonderful. This is a wonderful story. I, I hope you all can feel how beautiful this was because I didn't know what to do. The kids showed up and then I looked in my driveway, had one vehicle. I got 12 visitors coming with us tomorrow. I got a, uh, I got a 68 Mustang two seater. 
1968 Mustang, mm-hmm. uh, two seats, front seats. That's it. Wow. And so I asked the Lord, you know, to help me with it. I, I, I remained fasting because I knew this was a serious deal. I had to go, I had no money. I had to go buy a van. I'd go buy something to carry these kids. Uh, uh, t- it was Saturday. So I mean, by in the morning, because <laughs> mm-hmm. I, because I didn't want to let these kids, I mean, I didn't want to let them down, right? Yeah. And so I, I know the Lord was nudging me in the right ways. That's why I kept f- fasting because I really needed him. And so we drove by uh, the Ford dealer. They didn't have a van. And then we were driving around and there was a Chevy dealer. And I'm like, no way am I going to buy a Chevy. <laughs> I was a Mustang guy. So anyway, uh, the Lord prompted me and I went in there and uh, a salesman or two came up and I said, you know, I, I really want to talk to the owner of this place. and But I said it nice, not all angry. And uh, so he did. He came out. And with tears in my eyes, I told him the entire story. The entire story from what I just told you. All of it. The getting married, getting saved, being upset with what I was going to be, fasting, and then getting the clown suit. And I had it in a bag. I showed it to him. And he said, well, we, he said, you're not going to believe this, but we just got a 12 passenger van uh, in today and we're, and we're cleaning it up and everything. We don't know what we want for it. And he said, what do you have? And I said, I have this 68 Mustang to trade. And he said, okay, well, let me go see. Long story short, he gave me the van and I kept the Mustang. Wow. That's he, good. He, he gave me the van and we used that thing for years. I mean, it was amazing. It was just what we needed. Not extra, not short, just right. And so, yeah, um, they all came. We all went, walked down the little steps down to the basement. I called, of course, the church and uh, was expecting them to go to Sunday school with the kids. And uh, the Sunday school director said, nope, you got your own room right over there. And so uh, I took me and my little bus kids. I didn't even know what that was, right? And we went in there and just had a blast. And of course, before it was over with, I was doing a whole Sunday school and my kids were allowed in there finally. Wow. Because I made it children's ministry, not Sunday school. Mm-hmm. That's important. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. You go out there to any kid in my neighborhood and you say, I want you to come with me Sunday. Okay. Where are we going? We're going to school. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I do that all week. <laughs> That's I don't know who came up with that. I call it peanut butter. I don't care what you call it. Uh, they're not going to come to school. So that was 44 years ago, 1977. And over those 44 years, people have begun to see through my ministry and the Lord's help. It's more than just a class. You got to do something else. Now, do I believe in Sunday school? Yes. But only if you have a children's church to coincide. If you have a choice, you know, a home missions church, you got 14 people, start with children's church. Mm-hmm. And because children's church, well, people don't realize it does teach. We just don't call it class and we don't call it school. Mm-hmm. For sure. And so that's the difference. So 44 years now, and uh, the Lord showed me when he, when I, when I took a hold of that bag with the clown suit in it, the Lord showed me everything. He showed me what I'd be doing today, 44 years later. Wow. And so. God, God is good. 
if you don't have a mission, you're what are you doing? If you if you're not in your place in God's kingdom, you're in somebody's way. You are limiting. Well, you can't limit God. Oh yeah. Well, what about those people? Goliath shows up. <laughs> Saul, the tallest man in the kingdom, was supposed to run out there and kill him. That's what the plan was. That's why God picked him. But you can slow down the will of God. It's a very important factor to keep in mind. Keep keep in mind is to always be in God's will and to um, stay in touch, make way for His will. Um, yes, sir. Well, thank you. That just in that we covered a bunch, and you taught us a bunch. Um, and with uh, the little bit that we have remaining, I had one. I had a couple of things. You know, you know, mm-hmm. ba- basic uh, questions. You know, what's the role of ministry, children's ministry? How do you teach the steps to a, a a young child? But as far as you know, children's ministry goes, I, I'm not involved in it, so I can't ask the perfect questions. But what do you think is something that's starting in this? in children's ministry specifically, um, that is like, what's the key thing that they need? If you could tell them one thing or a handful of things that they need to know if they're joining, volunteering in their Sunday school department or their children's church department, anything like that, like, what would you suggest? What would you tell this person that, um, what do you think they like is the utmost thing that they need to know when they're starting? Well, in my humble opinion, you fast before you do anything. And you find out what you're supposed to do. Don't just jump up and say, oh, I think I'll go help him with the kids' church. No, you are not in the will of God. Now, the Lord may tell you to go help with children's church, but why don't you let him decide? I mean, I've already covered this. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm a little different than most of your people, but I quit my job. When he gave me that concert, I, I haven't drawn a W-2 since 1977. Mm. I don't work for people. I work for my father. Mm-hmm. And so before anybody just wants to help anybody, that person needs to fast and pray. I'm not saying it'll be 40 days. I'm praying it'll be only three or four, but uh, depends on how willing you are. And I had a lot of stuff in my head, <laughs> mm-hmm. but real ministries are started with long fasts. Wow. That's, that's, a, very, Bible. that's a very, 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 very good point. Well, um, Lately, I've been trying to like kind of end the because I talk about not I talk about, but me and my guests talk about, you know, the Bible and ministry and things like we just discussed. And lately, uh, if you're new to the podcast, I've been trying to end on like a funnier note. And if you haven't seen Brother Squires with his routine and um, his act that he does, it's really, really fun to watch. And I wanted to ask, um, how did you develop that and how have you modified it and changed it over the years? Okay. Um... I wasn't saved for all those years and we had a television. I'm so sorry, but that was <laughs> back in, back up into the sixties, you know, um, uh, and early seventies. So here's the deal. I watched, uh, all the funny guys, uh, uh, uh red skeleton, uh, Jerry Lee, Jerry, Lew- Jerry Lewis, uh, uh, the, the fat guy and the skinny guy, uh, Laurel and uh-huh. Hardy. I watched all the black and white funny people. When they when they changed TV to color, I quit watching it. And I didn't even have the Holy Ghost. It, it was just bleh. And so, yeah, I watched my whole life. I didn't realize what I'm trying to tell you is everything you were, 
and everything you did builds you for what you're going to be. And so when it came to me to be funny, I just leaned on those guys in, in front of that tree and in, in front of those kids. I just did wacky, silly stuff. Mm-hmm. The uh, ministry part, the Lord gave me when he handed me that clown suit was a burden for souls of children. I will say this. Children are the common denominator of every single ministry that our church does. From prison to foreign missions to home missions, there are children everywhere. They're everywhere. And so a true minister, to me, like when I teach at Bible schools and stuff, I teach the, I teach the senior class. And I tell them this. You got to know something to do. You got to do, do something with those children because they're going to be there. And so, yeah, I think in my humble, everybody ought to be a children's ministry minister. But of course, every minister is going to say that mm-hmm. about their ministry. But I think you ought to have some skills and knowledge about. Um, sorry, my clock's going off. <laughs> no, you're fine. Go to my Facebook page, Lloyd Squires. I also have one called king's clown and uh, there are ideas uh, videos uh, all that but you can just google me if you google lloyd squires king's clown you can see the grandma song you can see all all this i was just watching that one from your church uh where that sign language guy actually (laughs) interpreted the grandma song it was hilarious (laughs) wow i think i do remember that um that was pretty funny uh, for those, it was awesome. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. Well, you nailed it there, ending it on a great note. Um, obviously, earlier before we started rolling, you said uh, we had a little bit of a limited time. But before I close off, um, is there anything you wanted to say or or cover before I close? As always, I always give the guests an open mic, just kind of discuss what they want. Well, so you want to end on a light note? Uh, we can. Let's, let's see. I have a million things to say, but let me see. Uh, why did the pillow cross the road? Why? Looking for chicken feathers. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I haven't heard that one. <laughs> okay. Love y'all. Bless y'all. Uh, thank you so much. Yes, thank you sir. for thank you for blessing us. Thank you so much. Bye bye.